I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. Con mucho cariño para todos ustedes. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the After the Storm podcast. And we're back after a little bit of a hiatus, but I felt it only right to end the year on a high note. We made it. The home stretch of another year full of highs and lows, accomplishments and disappointments, and everything in between. Personally, I'm ending 2022 a whole lot different than I started it. And so it only felt right to dedicate these last two weeks of the year to the year that was. Now, I always say that the two main pillars of the After the Storm podcast are music and mental health. And so these next two episodes will serve as a recap of where we began the year and where we're ending. Today's episode a year in review on a year in music, the likes of which we may have never seen before. A who's who of artists released new albums and toured this year. A list that includes The Weeknd, Bad Bunny, SZA, Kendrick Lamar, Rosalia, Drake, Taylor Swift, The Arctic Bunkies, The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Beyonce, Harry Styles, Daddy Yankee, Swedish House Mafia, Future, Raul Alejandro, Calvin Harris, and so many more. So many of the biggest artists of the last decade, as well as some of the up-and-coming talent looking to establish themselves, released new and incredible music this year. So with all that said, only a madman would try to organize a clusterfuck of music into a well-thought-out list of top 10 songs and top 10 albums of the year. But then again... What's one more challenge in a year that was already so full of them? But this isn't just my time and moment to share my thoughts on an incredible year in music, because music unites us. But just as it unites us, I've always loved all the different ways we all interpret the same piece of music. See, one of my favorite parts of the human experience is how different our feelings and emotions work despite the fact that we're consuming the same content. So I've asked a few of you to share your thoughts on your song and album of the year along with a little explanation behind your reasoning. Now, some of your answers came from more of a relatable emotional perspective while others just came from pure replay value and sheer enjoyment. But regardless of our perspectives, we're not here to gatekeep or lecture people on how they should enjoy music. The only thing that should matter when you listen to music is that you feel something, you feel anything at all. And whether that be joy, sorrow, relatability, or just an irresistible urge to dance, it all brings us back to why we love music and the songs that make up the soundtrack to our lives. So throughout the episode, you'll hear different members of the After the Storm family hop in and talk a little bit about the standout tracks and albums that made this year so special. And I can't wait for all of you to hear each other. As for me, I'll be sharing my standouts throughout the episode. And after days and days of consideration, I finally narrowed it down to my top 10 albums and my top 10 songs. Listen, a week from now, I may completely hate this list, but that's a future me problem. 
And these are the songs and albums that I found to be the most impactful, the best produced, and essentially the music that at one point or another throughout the year had a full chokehold on me. I'm not going to lie. Some of these albums could have had multiple songs that make my top 10 list. But for the sake of diversification, I chose one representative from each album to represent my songs of the year. So today's episode will be a musical journey, one in which we all get to reflect on the music and sounds that resonated so well with us throughout the year. And along the way, you'll get a little insight on me and lyrics and productions that tell my personal journey of 2022. And so, for those of you that don't know, my name is Eddie, and I'll be your host and guide through the After the Storm podcast. So feel free to sit back, relax, count down the days till the clock strikes midnight on the dawn of a new year as we go through this journey of life, self-acknowledgement, and of course, music. So this is an impossible task to do, making a top 10 list of songs, of albums, uh, from all of the incredible content that came out this year. It's hard because so many songs resonated with me this year, so to pick 10 is almost an impossible task. But I'm going to take a stab at it, and although I may hate this list a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, this is what feels right right now. And so we're going to start off with our top 10 songs, which once again, this was a pain in the ass to try to figure out because there were so many songs that I left off of this top 10 list 
that just hit home, just bangers, you know? But whatever, we're going to try to do it. Okay, number 10. Listen, and this one, I might be a little bit biased, but anyone who knows me well knows my admiration and my love for the Arctic Monkeys, specifically this year. This year, I truly resonated with their music for one reason or another but they were my most played artist on spotify they were my most played artist on youtube i would talk about them to anyone who would listen to me i got two tattoos uh based on them and so it's only natural that in a year where they released a new album that one of their songs would find their way onto this list and i'm not gonna lie when the album came out obviously i was excited it was their first album in about like five years and so the anticipation was through the roof and after my first two listens i really enjoyed it i really liked it i thought it was a beautiful album but honestly the replay value on it hasn't been very high and maybe it's an album that i go back to later in the future that i end up liking more as it matures on me but as of right now it's not my favorite of their albums but you don't need to make a great album to make great songs and one song on that album that really resonates with me and that has quickly become one of my favorites of their entire catalog is Body Paint. Body Paint is a song that the more I hear it, the more I understand that this is a song that needs to be heard live. It just sounds so much better live. It's got so much more passion behind it. The instrumentation, the production, Alex Turner's lead vocals on it just flows effortlessly and it's just for lack of a better term, a beautiful song. So despite not liking their album, The Car, as much as I would have liked to, this song really hits home and I think deserves a top 10 spot on my list. And plus I played the hell out of it this year. Call me biased, but it is what it is. So sitting at number 10, Body Paint by the Arctic Monkeys.
At number nine, a song that I discovered more towards the latter half of the year and one that I felt necessary to include into the top 10 list because at one point when I was making the drafts of this list, I realized a lack of female representation and that just does not do justice to the amazing uh, female uh, albums and, and the artists that released uh, music this year. So I had to at least have some form of representation in it. And this particular song is by an up and coming artist that, you know, a lot of people are starting to, to, to recognize. And honestly, I just love saying the fucking name, Biba Doobie. <laughs> that name is fantastic. Biba Doobie. Just, I could say that shit all day, but Biba Doobie had a fantastic song. It's called The Perfect Pair. It's got just, Beautiful production behind it. I love the guitar on it, the acoustic guitar. There's uh, orchestration at the end of the song as well. And I also am a sucker for sad and heartbreaking lyrics. And this definitely has that. Uh, so if you're a bit of a masochist, if you like to kind of soak uh, in sadness, and this is... The kind of song that will kind of make you, it puts you in your feels, but also kind of lighten your spirits a little bit. It's definitely got uh, beach play value, if anybody knows what that means. But I can definitely envision myself uh, on the sand, waves flowing, it's nightfall, and I'm just deep in thought. And this song is playing in the background, and I'm just existing and having a moment. And so at number nine, Beba Doobie, The Perfect Pair. You ought to know that I think we're one and the same I don't think we could help it No, I don't think we could help it We don't talk much Guess cause nothing has changed
Days Gone By by Bob Moses. Hands down, one of the best albums of the last decade. This Canadian duo seamlessly uh, mixed rock and dance into one album. And since its debut in 2015, I've probably dedicated about three weeks out of every year just for this album alone. I saw these guys live the year after in 2016 in New York, and I've never experienced a moment that had me singing my life away while simultaneously <laughs> dancing my life away at the same time. Um, my name is Andy, and this is my album shout out. Hi, my name is Lucas Smith, and one of my favorite tracks of the year 2022 was also my most played Wait For You by Future featuring Drake. I don't know what it is about this song. It's probably an incredibly basic answer, but something about this song, you put it on at any time of the day and it goes hard. Uh, also, shout out to Clam Chowder by Shy High. Low-key song that is fire that dropped in February of this year as well. My name is Zoe, and there's been so much good music in the year of 2022, but I've decided to go based off of my most played song, which is Tacones Rojos by Sebastián Yatra. And I think it's just because that song makes me feel happy and I enjoy blasting it in the car and being able to sing along by myself. Um, and it's just a good feeling. So that's going to be my pick. The next song is off of an album that, spoiler alert, you'll probably hear about later on in the episode. It's a song that just puts me at ease. I have a playlist that's called Let's Have a Good Day, and any song that just gives me that serotonin immediately goes into that playlist. And this song went in there without hesitation. This song puts me at the beach, it puts me in a tropical environment, just relaxing, and I just love the production of it. I love the vocals behind it, and I love just everything about this song is fantastic to me. And I'm talking, of course, about Mercury by Steve Lacey. And Steve had a massive year this year, and most people will recognize him for Bad Habit. But I don't even think Bad Habit is even in the top five songs off of that album, but we'll get into that later. But Mercury by Steve Lacey is just a song that immediately put a smile on my face. I think it's a mood booster and I highly recommend anyone out there to go out and listen to it. So here's a little bit of Steve Lacey's Mercury. Rolling stones don't crawl back in. Daddy's thoughts fell down on me. Break that curse for sweet relief.
Well, fuck it, I'll just cop a Porsche instead. I do as I please, and you see where it led. Get something bad ain't about to happen to me. You think I'm two faced? I can name 23. This is Julio, and my favorite song of 2022 is The Last Goodbye by Odessa because it is simply a production masterpiece. And personally, I also love a song that takes you both on a lyrical journey as well as instrumental. The song has very deep and emotional lyrics, but it gives you great energy as well. And number seven, honestly, one of the most beautifully produced songs I may have ever heard in my entire life. Not just 2022, but probably ever. It's one of those songs that you can just close your eyes to, just forget about everything going on in your life and just let it take you on a mystical journey. I don't care where your happy place is, where your spot of serenity is, Put yourself there, close your eyes, play this song, and just let it take you. This is Odeza's The Last Goodbye. Six, 
Another song that I discovered more towards the latter half of the year. Uh, just, I'm a sucker for piano. I'm a sucker for the classic instruments. And this song, just the piano on it is beautiful. The production on it is beautiful. Uh, I think it went viral on TikTok too. So a lot of people may have heard this one already. It's called Golden Hour by Jake. At least I think that's how you pronounce it. It's like J-V-K-E, but whatever. Uh, this song, man, it, the first time I heard it was just another journey. It's like, just like the last goodbye by Odeza. It was just a journey that I went on, um, relatable topics and, uh, the whole album overall, honestly, just was this incredible concept album. And when you hear the song within that album, it even gives it a little bit more, uh, juice, I guess, for lack of a better term, but Golden Hour by Jake, man, just a fantastic song by a new and up and coming artist. Uh, and if you haven't heard it before, please, uh, here's your chance. Give it a listen. Uh, it's just one of my favorite pieces of music from this past year. It was just two lovers sitting in the car, listening to blonde, falling for each other. Pink and orange skies, feeling super childish. No Donald Glover, Miss call from my mother. Like, where you at tonight? Got no alibi. I was all alone with the love of my life. She's got glitter skin, my radiant beam in the night. I don't need no light to see you shine. It's your Just two lovers Feet up on the dash Driving nowhere fast Burning through the summer Radio on blast Make the moment last She got solar power Minutes feel like hours She knew she was the baddest Can you even imagine Falling like I did For the love Of my life She's got glow on her face A glorious look in her eyes My angel of light I was all alone with
And now we're getting into the top five. The top five was actually easier to put together than the first half of the top 10. And that's because these five songs really had a chokehold on me at some point this year. For one reason or another, I find myself relating to a lot of them or just the emotions that they elicited out of me just give them a reason. They It's warranted that they end up in the top five. And so number five is Evergreen by Omar Apollo. I'm a big Omar Apollo fan and Evergreen is... <laughs> It's a, it's a very sad song, if you haven't heard it before. It's a very sad song. It's heartbreaking, almost. Um, but it's a song about self-reflection. And I think a lot of times people coming off of a relationship that, that didn't work out will put the blame on themselves and look for ways that they could have been better and in some cases, it wasn't anything that that particular person could have done to make that relationship work. In some cases, it is, in fact, just an issue, something that was wrong on the other end. But you still find yourself blaming yourself and uh, looking for ways to, to, to come back to it. And so this song is kind of just big fuck you energy to, uh, to, to that mentality. And it just reminds you to uh, put yourself at a higher standard and to never doubt who you are as a person and, uh, and to just come out of those situations, those relationships stronger and with more confidence, knowing that you did everything that you could to try to make that possibly work. And so I am a sucker for great lyricism. I'm a sucker for great vocals. And this song, man, it pulls at the heartstrings it is one of my favorites, obviously, of the year. And uh, I recommend anyone to not just listen to this song right now, but also to go and check out the live version as well. There was a Tiny Desk version that he did, which really just emphasizes how incredible this song is. And so without further ado, my number five song of the year, Evergreen by Omar Apollo. Evergreen he controls me Was there something wrong with my body? Am I not what you wanted, babe? If I ever tried, if I ever tried, I would He tears me to pieces I've cried, I've 
My name is Omar Storm. My favorite album of the year would be Marcus Mumford's self-titled album. Uh, the reason why it's because it's just so introspective. It's so deep. It talks about a lot of fucked up trauma and shit that's happened to him in the past and how he's able to turn that into music for now and make something really beautiful. at number four a familiar artist an artist that we talk about on this podcast all the time one of my favorites over the past decade who released uh, yet another incredible album this year i'm talking of course about kendrick lamar and another spoiler alert you'll hear about this album uh, more uh, later on in the episode but uh just quickly this album was pure therapy in music form and without diving too much into that you definitely had plenty of options uh of which song to resonate with the most but i think one that a general audience can uh resonate with is the one that i chose as my number four song of the year and that would be count me out by kendrick lamar a song that just once again it's about discovering that uh that self-confidence that at some point you may lose and understanding that it's okay to uh to doubt yourself at times but that you're bigger than that that you're stronger than that and the message in the chorus being i love when you count me out i love when you count me out because sometimes when our backs are against the wall it's the exact motivation the exact thing that we need to motivate us to uh, overcome these hurdles in life and uh, to succeed going forward and so for anyone who 
uh, was rejected uh, or who felt disappointment, who had losses this year and just felt like there was no coming back from it. This is the song for you. And it's a song that I luckily got to see him perform live. And I felt every single bit of that performance. And so my number four song of the year, Count Me Out by Kendrick Lamar. Mr. Duckworth. All of these holes make it difficult. Session 10. Breakthrough. One of these lives, I'ma make these right with the wrongs I done. That's one of you not with the father, son, till then I fight. Rain on me, put the blame on me. Got guilt, got hurt, got shame on me. Got six magazines that's aimed at me. Done every magazine was fame to me. It's a game to me with the bedroom at. Sleep, I ain't never had a fast with that. What's fair when the hearts and the words don't reach? What's fair when the money don't take these back? It's rare when somebody take your dreams back. I care too much, wanna share too much. In my head too much, I shut down too. I ain't there too much. I'm a complex soul. They layered me up, then broke me down. The morality's dust, I lack it. Trust. This time around I trust myself Please everybody else but myself All else fails I was myself Outdone fear, outdone myself This year you better one yourself Mask on the babies, mask on the outwear Mask in the neighborhood stores you shop But a mask won't hide who you are inside Look around the realities carbon lies Wipe my ego, dodge my pride Look myself in the mirror, Amityville Ain't seen nothing scarier I fought like a pit bull terrier Blood I shed could fill up aquariums Tell all my angels carry them Every emotion been deprived Even my strong points couldn't survive If I didn't learn to love myself Forgive myself a hundred times Doubt I love when you count me out 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 Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fucking it up How you gonna wear my shorts when the lies run deep? How you gonna bend your love when the bad don't sleep? Deep beat crash up feelings in the middle of the street vroom, vroom. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up, fucking it up Miss Regress, I believe that you done me Miss Regress, can you please exit out my own Miss Regret, I think I'm better off alone Miss Regret, I got this deep regret Some things I can't forget Lord knows I tried my best You said it's not my best I came about my flesh Some things I must confess Spoke my truth, paid my debt Can't you see I'm a wreck Let me lose, I digress This is me and I'm blessed 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 Anybody fighting through the stress Anybody fighting through the And now my niggas. At number three, a song by one of the most talented hip hop artists in the game. I'm talking, of course, about Jid, J-I-D. And he dropped the Forever Story, which, another spoiler alert, you will hear about later on in the episode. But this song in particular, it goes from soul, R&B, jazz, into just 
phenomenal storytelling and phenomenal rap. And it's just another song that lyrically is about perseverance, about having your back against the wall, uh, the world on your shoulders and your, your knees feeling heavy. And yet overcoming that, persevering and showing once again that you are worthy, that you're uh that, that that you belong right and I, and I know I'm kind of lost for words here but as you can see there's a common theme uh within some of the last couple songs about just that self-confidence and losing yourself and then eventually rediscovering who you are and this song just paints an incredible picture and man if you haven't heard this song or the album please do yourself a favor if you're a true fan of hip-hop Take the time and listen to it. So without further ado, here is Cody Blue 31 by Jid. Where history can't stop or break me You know it rains for something You know the pain's for something I hope a change is coming Just keep on swinging Sister ho, getting high from swishing sweets, chariots are swinging low. Swats the cousin of police, hang a nigga swinging rope. Pee wee tried to swing on me, but I was with like 50 folks and he ain't know. But what was worse, I ain't even want no beef for bro. We was told it, we were soldiers, we were soulless, we were sold it. Saying something about his head, nigga, that who he swinging for. Swear you bitches don't know shit about our stress, about our woes, and my obsession with success by definition of my own. Sure as death is waiting on our flesh and bones, demon calling my spirit. Had to click the phone Couldn't get to Courtney quick enough To give her warm big hugs Told her you like the strongest woman On the fucking globe I watched my mama lose her mama Go through drama and trauma But had to keep her head high So we don't fucking know I'm getting older So when the world's feeling enormous On your back and on your arms And your feet just as heavy You been dragging through the storm Staring at this city But you trapped inside the hole Get your back up off the roads Keep swinging on Pocket by Alanis Morissette has to be my favorite song of the year. It has to be it because 
It's a reminder that we're not only meant to feel one thing, we're allowed to feel multiple ways. We can feel sad and happy at the same time, and that's all right. We're allowed to do anything, be anything, feel anything, and it's going to be fine, 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 as she says it. Jen. Hi, everyone. This is Vanessa. So I don't have a favorite song, per se, of 2022, but the one that makes me remember um, all of the things that happened in 22 is the Quevedo uh, music remix. Um, and so basically, if you hear this in the car, at a bar, um, even at the gym, it just, I don't know, it makes you feel some type of way. And so this just reminds me of 2022. All right, and number two, I know that the past couple songs, we got really introspective and that all of these songs had a particular message that I resonated with. And although they were uh, different sounding songs, uh, they all hit that central point of uh, rediscovering your self-confidence and uh, getting your back off of the wall and just overcoming all these hurdles. But these next two songs, songs number two and song and song number one, uh, to be honest, have nothing to do with any of that. In fact, uh, there's not much, much messaging behind it at all. But in that is the beauty of music because some songs serve a certain purpose and they help you mentally. They help describe what you're feeling and they give you that motivation that you need. And then there are songs that are just meant to be played at a maximum volume that are just meant to to bang out to, to just jam, to listen to uh, on a night out at the gym and just to overall enjoy. And so number two was a song that, as much as I hate to admit it, uh, despite the fact that I, even though Drake released two albums this year, both of which I thought were pretty mediocre um i must say that as i said earlier you don't need to make great albums to make great songs and 21 and drake they just work magic and off of honestly never mind most of the album was a complete dud in my opinion but once you get to the end and you arrive at jimmy cooks drake featuring 21 savage it was a rap and for no reason other than its replay value for the amount of joy that has brought me for the amount of times that i've jammed on my way to work on my way to the gym at the gym with the homies this song just continues to snap every time i hear it i love the sample at the beginning the sample that's used um the, the th throughout the beat 21 kills it on the beat switch drake's uh, first verse is flawless effortless and i have to say it as basic as it may be jimmy cooks by drake and 21 savage is my number two song of the year Yeah, life, life is the only thing we need They need me to go, but I don't want to leave Rest in peace, Lil' Keith 
Fuck a pigeonhole, I'm a night out, it's a different mode I'ma have to make a paint of six on a pinky toe Heard you with a shooting guard, just let a nigga know I would have your court side, not the middle row All good love in a minute though I can't stress about no bitch cause I'm a timid soul Plus I'm cooking up ambition on the kitchen stove Pots start to bubble, see the suds, that shit good to go Whole sound suave, but I can't get recold Bro, think he John Wayne Bought them yellow stones, love the way they hang, babe For the silicone, everybody fake now You could crack the code, bust down everything Set in rose gold, dread talking to you niggas Like I'm J. Cole, I could tell her head good Before I even know, bitch don't tell me that you model If you ain't been involved Gotta throw a party for my day ones They ain't in the studio, but they'll lay some Rest in peace to Drama King we was straight stunned. Y'all don't like the way I talk. Nigga, say something. Gotta throw a party for my day ones. Pull up and you know it's us, the bass jumping. Y'all don't like the way I talk and say something. my face, nigga. My favorite song of 2022 would have to be Otra Talicer by Bad Bunny featuring the Marias. It was just honestly a vibe of love, good vibes, and energy throughout 2022, which I think everybody needed after the past years that we've been having. And I honestly truly believe it just resonates a lot with what I went through, how I felt, and good things coming. So yeah. (laughs) Favorite song of the year. That's such a hard decision to make, uh, but for sure will be Ojitos Lindo by Bad Bunny because I think it's such a beautiful song and it's interpreted in so many different ways. And finally, number one, for those of you that have been keeping track and may be wondering where one particular artist lands on this list, well, look no further. We have arrived at song number one. And of course, it needed to be a song off of Bad Bunny's Un Verano Sinti. Now, the hard part was deciding which song to represent the entire album. I think that everyone you speak to has a different song. I might have had seven to eight to nine different favorite songs at one point or another throughout the year. But the one that remained consistent, the one that I think we all just go crazy to that we all love that just puts us in such a good mood is Titi Me Pregunto and this song man whether you don't have to be Dominican to enjoy the vibes on this one this song is it's gonna be a classic for years to come uh it was an incredible year for Bad Bunny uh of course we're gonna get into Un Verano Sin Ti later on uh how could we not but this was definitely one of the standout tracks and listen this could have been uh me porto bonito this could have been ojitos lindos this could have been anything but we arrive at titi me pregunto i'm happy with it definitely one of my favorite if not my favorite song of the year so you already know how it goes pero let's play it anyway titi me pregunto by bad bunny Oh 
Ey, Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias Muchas novias, hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra Ey, pero no hay boda Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias Muchas novias, hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra Me la voy a llevar la toa pa' un VIP, un VIP Ey, saluden a Titi, vamos a tirarnos un selfie Say cheese, ey, que sonrían las que ya les metí Saluden a Titi, vamos a tirarnos un selfie Say cheese, que sonrían las que ya se olvidaron de mí Me gustan mucho las Gabriela, las Patricia, las Nicole, la Sofía Mi primera novia en Kinder María y mi primer amor se llamaba Talía. Tengo una colombiana que me escribe todos los días Y una mexicana que ni yo sabía Otra en San Antonio que me quiere todavía Y las de PR que todas son mías Una dominicana que juega bombón, uva, uva bombón La de Barcelona que vino en avión y dice que mi bicho está cabrón Yo dejo que jueguen con mi corazón Quisiera mudarme con todas por una mansión El día que me case te envío la invitación Muchacho, deja eso Ey, Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias Muchas novias Hoy tengo una, mañana otra Ey, pero no hay boda Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias Ey, ey, muchas novias Hoy tengo una, mañana otra Titi me preguntó thought that picking songs was difficult picking albums was even harder albums always find a way to paint the story 
to create more of an emotion uh, surrounding what an artist may be going through at a certain time than one particular song can. So for me, I went through an array of emotions this year, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. I definitely, as I said earlier in the intro, I'm ending the year a lot different than I started it. And so these album choices are a little bit all over the place because they kind of describe how, how I was feeling at different points and stages throughout the entire year. So some of these I picked based on production, on just the attention to detail, how much I appreciated it. And, you know, uh, kind of took like that, as much as I hate the Grammys, I took that Grammy approach to it. And rather than just being completely biased as to what hit close to, uh, to home for me specifically, also focused on what I thought was actually just impactful for people all around and uh, just had this attention to detail and amazing production and features and just, you know, all those good things that make a great album a great album. So you're going to get a little bit of everything in this top 10 list. Uh, some of these artists, I mean, everybody knows who these artists are. Some of them you may not have heard of, but being at this point in the episode, you already have a little bit of a, some spoiler alerts uh, from the songs because some of those songs came off of albums that obviously are going to be on this list. And so let's start off right at number 10. The Queen, Queen B, Beyonce. And I know Beyonce is a very controversial figure for many. I have a lot of friends who absolutely love her and then some who somehow for some reason just can't stand her uh, and don't like her music. Listen, to me, she's one of the greatest performers of this generation, a true icon, regardless of what you feel about her personally. You cannot deny the uh, just array of talent on this woman and the the catalog of music that she has given to the world. And this year, she she took a step that we, we hadn't seen her take before. And she made an entire dance album. And I think that a lot of artists kind of tried to shift their way towards making dance music this year. Drake tried to do that with Honestly Nevermind. And although the production on that album was amazing, I think that Drake's vocals didn't do the album any favor. However, with Beyonce, one of the best singers of our generation, she found a way to incorporate the sounds of the 80s, of the 70s, and just make it into this just fantastic dance album. And when it came out, I think I wasn't at a at a stage at a point where I wanted something so happy, so lucky, right? Like I wanted something a little more with a little more meaning behind it, right? Or I might have been still, you know, fixated on Bad Bunny or another album. But I did give this album a couple listens and I loved it uh, every single time I listened to it. There's dance music from for, for, for people from all around. And, you know, B is also an incredible artist when it comes to helping uh, like women kind of just regain that confidence and just for them to to, to, to know that, that, that they're amazing, that they're, they're a bad bitch for lack of a better term, right? And she just breaks that, uh, she, she just kind of hammers that again uh, on this album. And this album has so many standout tracks, Cozy, Energy is probably one of my favorites. Break My Soul is obviously the uh, the main hit. Uh, Cuff It, uh, Virgo's Groove, 
uh, Summer Renaissance, which of course uh, samples one of my like favorite disco tracks of all time, uh, I Feel Love. So this song, this album, man, it flows so well together and it's one of those albums that you really have to listen to from beginning to end if you really want to experience it and enjoy it to the best of its ability. So my 10th best album of 2022 Renaissance by Beyonce and here's Cuff off of the album. and my favorite album this year was Midnight's by Taylor Swift. The album was a combination of all her past albums by covering different sounds and beats. The lyrics to every single song are just phenomenal in their own way and tell a story that make me want to sing along all day, every day. At number nine, one of the songs on this album made my top 10 songs of the year. And the album, of course, follows. This is a new artist I discovered this year. Jake, as I said earlier, J-V-K-E, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. The album is called This Is What Blank Feels Like, and essentially it is a concept album, and it goes through pretty much all of the stages of falling in love, from the beginning, meeting someone new, and uh, starting to get to know all of the, the special details about them that make them who they are, that you fall in love with, and then everything you do for them, and just that entire honeymoon stage. And then, of course, leading into the phase where you're breaking up, it's no longer working, and you know it's that, that heartbreak. And so it goes from that into kind of a 
that that point where we all find ourselves just trying to get over that relationship that was trying to understand who we are as as people and where we go from here as individuals will we ever find love again and you know all those stages of a relationship uh that in the end don't really get to work out and i personally love a concept album and uh just like the album title is this is what blank feels like there's songs on here this is what falling in love feels like this is what heartbreak feels like this is what sadness feels like and all of these feelings in between and when it comes to the music man just if you heard golden hour you know what a phenomenal song that is but just imagine that level of production throughout an entire 12 song album. It's really another album for the masochists out there, uh for anyone who may have gone through a, a breakup and went through all those stages uh post breakup. This is a great album to kind of paint the picture, tell that story and elicit those emotions that you may not have been able to formulate into your own words. But uh from just piano, from vocals, from everything about it, man. This is one of my favorite albums of the year a new up and coming artist super talented uh so check this uh, album out when you have a chance uh this song is called I'm not okay by Jake uh my number 9 album of the year this is what black feels like you can kiss my love goodbye your lipstick stains washed with tears i cry For the first time in a while I can see through the lies Bringing secrets to light How could I be so naive To think I had you Maybe I'm just of the year was Motomami. Um I would say because 
I like when an artist, especially a female artist, kind of breaks out of their usual mold and tries something new and creative and more in your face. And that album was just really energetic and fun to listen to. At number eight, I know that this was a massive year for the reggaeton and for Spanish music in general. Uh, and a lot of the attention obviously went to Bad Bunny and Un Verano Sin Ti and Rosalia's Motomami, even though I can't stand that album. Uh, but one particular artist that I uh, discovered this year through the help of a friend is uh, by Fade. And it's Feliz Cumpleaños Ferxo. And this album is just a traditional reggaeton album, but just hits all of the feels, man. Uh, he for sure is one of the up and coming, most talented uh, reggaetoneros, uh, Spanish la uh, language artists uh, in the industry right now. He's blowing up so crazy, man. He's just, he's, uh, he did two nights uh, in Miami earlier this year, sold out both nights the second night in a matter of like hours. Uh, so his following is truly, truly growing. And if you listen to this album, it's well worth uh, the hype. Um, it's it's another album. It's, uh, you can dance to it. It's got rhythm. It's got everything. He's got a great voice, but it, it hits it hits the feels. It hits the feels. And there's a couple standout tracks on here. Some of these I actually almost put in my top 10 uh, songs of the year. One of them was Castigo, another one was Normal, another one was uh, Prohibido. But just standout tracks throughout the the album. And it's definitely one that, uh, that uh, I think will help him build momentum going forward. And I definitely see him becoming one of the hottest uh, artists in the uh, reggaeton industry soon. Um, so it was a tough year to to put an album out if you're in that category, obviously because of Bad Bunny, but this album deserves all the credit in the world. My number eight album of the year, Feliz Cumpleaños, uh, Ferxo, which uh, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm so sorry. I, it's hard to fucking pronounce, but uh, this is one of my favorite songs off of the album. This is Prohibido. So here you go. Enjoy Rico siempre es prohibido Pa' que tú estás con él si quieres estar conmigo No soy maleante pero contigo me la vivo Corriendo motora y fumando al escondido Si supieras la loquera que te escribo Y que así me llames triste baby yo me activo En el mismo cuarto, en el mismo hotel Vamos a poner el modo avión el cel Voy bajando, voy en la DT Vamos a tirar una foto para el TVT 55 en la muñeca Me la engancho el barrio y para la discoteca Contigo es real, lo demás es feca No copia 
de chavo ni de camioneta Tú estás soñando conmigo y despertándote con él Ni siquiera tienes mi nombre guardado en el cel Está cabrón que solo yo sé cómo tocarte la piel Si tú fuera un carro solo yo te sé correr Porque lo más rico siempre es prohibido con él si quieres estar conmigo No soy maleante pero contigo me la vivo Corriendo motora y fumando al escondido Si supiera la loquera que te escribo Y que así me llames triste baby yo me activo Siempre es prohibido Pa' que tú estás con él si quieres estar conmigo No soy maleante pero contigo me la vivo Corriendo motora y fumando al escondido On to my number seven album of the year. One of my favorite artists, I think one of the most universally liked artists at the current moment, uh, a mega pop star, and uh, just a guy who honestly, uh, I'm not afraid to say this, but I, I admire this guy. He's like my muse. Uh, and I'm talking, of course, about Harry Styles. I never thought I'd say that about a One Direction guy, but when he left that group and he really found his own sound and he, i mean this is his third album and every single album he's put out has produced nothing but bangers and harry's house by harry styles is uh, no different uh just a lot of standout tracks here this came out during a really busy month of may when bad bunny uh released uh when um harry styles released uh, kendrick lamar released Needless to say, that was a huge month uh, for music uh, in general. And so this album definitely had me in a bit of a chokehold for a couple months. Um, and the replay value on this band, and I think that that's one of the most important things to always look at uh, is just replay value of an album. You know, how many songs can you listen to? Of course, everybody knows as it was. It was one of the biggest songs of the year. That's another song that was an honorable mention uh, for one of my songs of the year. But one of the things that Harry does so well is he's able to kind of put a sad song into uh, a poppy, upbeat uh sounding track and i have a special place in my heart for artists and for songs that that, that do that but this album man it's not just you know teenage pop songs there's a lot of uh, death in this and there's a lot of um, just uh, meaning matilda is uh, truly one of the best written songs of the year in my opinion and of course you have your pop hits like late night talking daydreaming cinema but the production on it is great man it's not repetitive uh, you feel something different music for a sushi restaurant is uh, just 
from a production standpoint, uh, you know, just fantastic and really pushes the boundaries of what a pop song and what a pop artist can do. So pop, uh, (laughs) contrary to popular belief, uh, Harry Styles is more than just an artist for you know teenage girls and whatever, man. This is truly one of the most gifted artists that we have uh, alive today. And so Harry's House by Harry Styles, my number seven album of the year. And this is one of my favorite songs off the album, Late Night Talking. with Gemini Rights, album that when I first heard it, I tried to get the ear of anyone of my friends who I felt would enjoy it. Uh, definitely one of my favorite albums of the year. Steve Lacey had the biggest year of his career, uh, for sure. And a lot of it had to do with the success of Bad Habit, which went TikTok viral. And I think everybody knows that song by now. Uh, ironically, I find it to be one of the weaker songs on the album, which kind of just goes to show the strength that this album has. Uh, it's only 10 songs. And I personally have uh, just I, I favor uh, albums that don't have too many songs. Uh, it just makes it more replayable and just paints a better story. But just from top to bottom, um, barely any skips, uh, maybe one song on here. I don't really listen to that much, but Static, Helmet, Mercury, Buttons, Bad Habits, uh, Sunshine, Give You the World, Amber, just a great track list. Um, just, he really puts his vocals 
um, on in center stage. The production on this is fantastic. Uh, I know that we're canceling Kanye. Trust me, I'm canceling it too. But the album from a production standpoint was Kanye West and Tyler, the creator, approved for whatever that's worth. But uh, those are definitely guys who know what good music sounds like for the most part. So that, that goes to show you that. Um, but Gemini Rights, man, just a great album. Uh, him and uh, and Omar Apollo were two of the the top up and coming um, R and B artists. They've been doing it for a while, but I think this was a big year for both of them. And Gemini Rights, uh, to me, was definitely one of the standout uh, albums of the year. A lot of replay value, and I'll definitely be listening to this one uh, going into next year as well. And so to represent this, uh, this album, uh, one of my favorites behind Mercury, uh, this song is called Buttons. And the production on this to me is, whew, it's top notch, elite tier. It's, it's all those good words and adjectives you could think of. And so, uh, album number six, my album number six of the year, Gemini Writes by Steve Lacey. <laughs>
guys, it's Paola here. So when Eddie sent me this prompt, the first album that I thought of was Yesi by Jesse Reyes, just because it's been on repeat for me for the past few months. And then I saw her in concert and that by far was the best concert I've been to this year. But Yesi just brought a lot of nostalgia. Um, you know, it talks about about moving on from things that have hurt you, but then also remembering those things and just kind of sitting down with, with your heartache and it's okay to just to not be okay every now and then. Um, so yeah, I would say that those two albums were definitely the albums of the year for me. Bye. Hi, it's your friend, Stephanie Hernandez. Um, so I thought about this a lot and I almost went with SZA's SOS, which is a great album, but the obvious answer for me is Jesse Ray's Yesi, which came out in September of this year. Um, one, she sticks to her sounds, and I think that you don't have to reinvent the wheel for an album to be great. And a lot of artists feel that pressure, but she knows what she's good at, and it shows in her vocals and in her production, her melodies that she chooses, the themes, although they are quite obvious about heartbreak and love and friendship and independence, they resonated with a lot of what I went through last year. Um, these songs in particular from this album. I also love too that she's a proud Latina. She was born in Canada, but her parents come from the Colombian descent. Um, and she does a great job of putting that in her vocals, um, putting Spanish lyrics in there in like Adios Amor or Mood, which is probably one of the greatest songs. Um, and I don't know, it just, it was a really cathartic album for me. It really resonated with some of the songs like Still See You, Only One, Mutual Friends. Um, I think it came about at the right time for me in what was happening and in what I was kind of getting over from 2022. Um, so yeah, that's my album of the year and I'm sticking to it. At number five, I had just mentioned his name when I was describing uh, Steve Lacey's album. And these two albums, honestly, between six and five, they were interchangeable. Uh, it was really just about which one I was feeling more at the moment. But I have to give the edge to my guy, Omar Apollo, with his album, Ivory. Uh, first of all, Omar Apollo, just being Latino gives him a little bit of an edge over uh, Steve Lacey because it just goes to show that we are truly taking over uh, the music world in all genres. And I love when uh, Spanish speaking artists uh, combine that and use that in their albums, whether in Spanglish songs or fully Spanish songs and just... Uh, just showcase their talent across both languages. And Omar does that on this album, one of my favorite songs, En el Olvido, which, oof, I mean, that's Evergreen is a heartbreaking song. This one's a heartbreaking song, but it, it, it definitely has a different sound to it. But 
the diversity that Omar displays in this album from songs with Daniel Caesar uh, to a song with Caliucci's and to uh, En El Olvido to Tamagotchi was one of the most popular songs on this album. It's just uh, really awesome to see uh, someone from, you know, the, the culture really display their talent and uh Again, another album for the masochists, but also a song that uh, brings that self that self confidence and that kind of fuck you energy to all those who doubt you and who say that you aren't good enough, uh, especially from a relationship standpoint. So, uh, Ivory by Omar Apollo, my number five album of the year, and this is a very special song. One of the songs I probably listened to the most. Uh, the entire year, it was definitely like in my top 20, top 15 most listened to songs. Uh, this is En El Olvido. Uh, and it's actually a tiny desk version that he did for uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. So you get a little bit more of the mariachi in there and you really get that that feel. He does, you know, the gritos and everything. So uh, this is En El Olvido by Omar Apollo representing the number five album of the year for me. Ivory. One, two, three. Jamás tuve esperanza, me pegó la bala sin tu calor. Me acuerdo de antes, tiene atrás amante. Me daba dolor Tú no sabes tanto que yo haría Tocarte las manitas debajo del cielo Algo importante quiero mostrarte Quizás no te Siempre se acaba Aunque tú no lo crees Amor equivocada Aunque es lo que soñaba Te pido perdón Tú no sabes tanto que yo haría Tocarte las manitas Debajo del cielo
you, thank you. <laughs> Album number four. Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. Kendrick Lamar, for years, has been one of my favorites, if not my favorite artist. And it's so interesting because I mentioned earlier, May and April were really busy months for music. And uh, three albums that are on this uh, top 10 list came out within a three or four week span. And you had uh, Umbrano Sinti, Bad Bunny, Harry Styles, Harry's House, and then uh, Mr. Morale and The Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. Those first two albums, the replay value on it is pretty high. You can listen to it at any time. Uh, it's a mood booster. And it's not something you had to... They weren't albums that you really had to sit there and think about too much. And so when this album came out originally, it really didn't hit at the time. I remember listening to it the first time. And as a massive Kendrick fan, I, I liked it. But it, it just it didn't hit properly for me there was standout tracks but it was just so heavy and i think during that phase that point in my life uh that stage of this year i had been through so much already and my head was always just scrambled i was constantly overthinking that the last thing i wanted was an album that made me have to think too much and so as much as i appreciated the album for what it was for the the messaging behind it uh, it just didn't resonate with me at the time. And then as time went by, it got interesting because Kendrick on, uh, released a statement and it was about uh, his current status as an artist, what he's looking to do moving forward. And one of the things that he said was that uh, in regards to this album and to his music in general, is that his words may not hit you at first but in due time, you will find your way back to them. And when I read that, it really struck a chord with me because then I kind of realized like I, I need to come back to this album naturally, organically, when it feels like it's the right time to do it. And so throughout the year, as I worked on my journey of self-discovery and trying to regain my confidence, more and more I found myself resonating towards this album and to specific songs. And one of the the constant themes throughout this album is therapy and the idea of therapy and uh, the taboo behind it, right? And Kendrick throughout it is kind of just battling all these uh, insecurities and all these uh, traumas that he had growing up. And more and more I found myself relating to to one song and then the next and then the next. Father Time was definitely one of the first ones that I resonated with and inspired me to write uh, earlier this year. And it's about Kendrick's relationship uh, with his father or lack thereof and um, kind of growing up in like that machismo household where you're not supposed to cry, you're not supposed to show emotion. And coming from a Hispanic household, many uh, men can relate to that as well. Uh, you had We Cry Together, which is one of the most unique songs you'll ever hear in your life. But it really was just a song about a toxic ass relationship. And it may not be you who's in it, but at some point or another, you have likely seen 
some characters in your life uh, display some of the behaviors that you hear in We Cry Together. You had Purple Hearts, which is just another song about perseverance and not backing down. Count Me Out, which obviously was one of my top songs of the year. Uh, we don't need to discuss that one more, but you know it's another song about perseverance. And then the latter half of this album, man, just how vulnerable he gets with Auntie Diaries, with Mother I Sober, with Mirror, just truly reflective songs that uh, anyone can can resonate with or at least appreciate uh, kind of the contents that he's uh, that he's rapping about in these songs. So it just from top to bottom, uh, an incredible album. I'm not going to say it's my favorite Kendrick album, but I think because of the timing of it, the year that it came out, it's one of those right place, right time situations, almost like Kendrick, a, a, an artist that I've been following for so many years, uh, just knew that I needed it, that he needed it, and that so many other people needed it because I think the rap, the past two years for the most of us has been uh, pretty rough. And a lot of us have gone through a lot of things. And so uh, to kind of hear someone fight their demons and go through therapy on an album, uh, especially a, a rapper, right, in an industry that is so often uh, just raps about everything but mental health, um, it's just, it's so, it's incredible. And so I know I just went off on this entire tangent on this album, but this album truly does have a special place in my heart. And so uh, to represent uh, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, my number four album of the year, Mirror, just the lyrical content of this song does the storytelling for me. But man, it's just another reminder, no matter who comes in your life, no matter who tries to bring you down, you always have to choose yourself and you don't have to say sorry. But man, without further ado, here's Mirror by Kendrick Lamar. Mr. Morale, Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar, number four album of the year. I choose me. Me, I'm 
all of his toxic Girl, I'm not relevant to giving no profit Personal gain of my pain is nonsense Darling, my demons is off the leash for a mosh pit Baby, I just had a baby, you know she need me Working on myself and counseling is not easy Don't you point a finger just to point a finger Cause critical thinking is a deal breaker Faith in one man is a ship sinking Do yourself a favor and get a mirror that mirror grievance Then point it at me so the reflection can mirror freedom She told me that she need me the most, I didn't believe her She even called me names on the post, the world can see it Jokes and gaslighting, mad at me cause she didn't get my vote She say I'm trifling, disregarding the way that I cope with my own vices Maybe it's time to break it off Run away from the culture to follow my heart down SOS by SZA if an artist like her can make you feel like Drake in Take Care album that's it she makes you feel like you miss somebody that you don't even have all right album number three SZA yeah uh, one of Kendrick's label mates actually uh TDE but man so SZA hadn't released an album in years since Control and for anyone who loves SZA, who follows SZA, we know how incredible of an album Control is. And so obviously when that's your debut album, you create kind of a lore around you. And it's been six long years since that album came out. And after so many trials and tribulations, SZA finally drops SOS. And of course, when there's that much hype, there's that much anticipation behind an artist, behind an album, it can so easily flop. And so many people can just set these unreachable expectations. But SZA delivered and she delivered hard. Now, there may be a little bit of a recency bias uh, towards this because this song has been playing not or this album has been playing nonstop for me over the past two weeks. Um, it just came out early December, but this is another album where an artist, an incredible artist, a generational artist is displaying their uh, skill set, their diversity and just all the sounds that influence their music. And there, despite this album being 23 songs, man. I would argue that there's maybe, maybe at most one or two skips. Just from top to bottom, nothing but hits. 
Kill Bill, from a lyrical standpoint, is one of the most unique songs I've heard in a long time. I mean, my girl still is a little crazy, but that song slaps, man. It, it's it's one for the psychos out there, but definitely one uh, anyone can enjoy. Uh, Blind, her vocals are orgasmic i mean for lack of a better term she just sounds so incredible on that song vulnerable uh she's used with don toliver i feel like any feature don toliver is on always slaps uh and then she's got this three song run that is just incredible ghost in the machine featuring uh, phoebe bridgers uh who which was a super surprise to see uh you know someone like her on this album but they combined for just this incredible two-part song both of them just vulnerable but just the way the song was produced their vocals incredible f2f oh my god i mean the first time i heard this song it, you guys ever hear a song and just wish you could go back and hear it for the first time again because your reaction was just that crazy f2f man i as an r&b artist the last thing i expected to hear on this album was anything remotely indie punk uh country and yet she delivered and she delivered it in a major way it's funny because if this may have been a taylor swift song i don't know if i would have enjoyed it as much but because it's SZA and she's kind of you know, pushing the boundaries of her genre uh i thoroughly enjoyed it and then right after that nobody gets me uh self-explanatory song man another song for the masochists out there um one about longing for someone who you once uh you know used to date or know who really knew you and then now you're kind of getting over that phase of, uh, of when they were in your life but still longing for them because you felt like no one really understood you or knew you like they do uh, and and when you find that person, it's really difficult to um, convince yourself that someone out there will kind of meet those expectations. So just incredible songs throughout. Uh, song 20, Open Arms with Travis Scott. Uh, one of my favorites as well. Travis sounds incredible on it. Um, it's just flawless vocals throughout. Of course, I Hate You in Good Days, songs that had been out before. But man, I'm so happy and proud of SZA. Uh, just a uh, phenomenal, phenomenal album. Um, you know, for I, the second it came out, my on first listen, I was like, "Yo, is this album of the year?" Uh, but I kind of took a step back, and you know, it's number three for me. So I mean, it could go up, but uh, number three is no, um, nothing to laugh about either. You know, that's definitely uh, high praise. So uh, without further ado. This is Open Arms featuring Travis Scott representing my number three album of the year, S.O.S. by SZA. When you do your best, you can, I told you, when you do your best, hell, that's all you can do. You, me, and anybody else. So they always say talk.
please put a leash on me anyway Who needs self-esteem anyway? I hate myself to make you Another album by an artist that uh, anyone, any fan of him, anyone in the genre had been highly anticipating. And yet another example of a situation where uh, someone's uh, highly anticipated album could easily flop because of uh, expectations that could just never be exceeded. But J.I.D., Jid, my man Jid, delivered in a massive way. The dexterity in this album, man, the diversity. It's one of these albums where production-wise, you don't know from one song to the next where it's going to take you. And I believe that, you know, for a long time um, in the hip-hop genre, uh, this wasn't really a thing. I think that Frank Ocean uh, was one of the catalysts for this sound. Uh, and then... Uh, honestly, I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, a guy like uh, Travis Scott with like Astro World um, in uh, 2019 um, or 18. I can't remember what year that album came out, but that album kind of had a roller coaster theme and it, it fit that mold because you never knew where you where you were going to go from one song to the next. Even within the same song, you could have a beat switch. Right. And then you're listening to two separate parts of a song within one. And so Jid and and his team, man, they do the, a fantastic job of just taking you on a ride, on a journey. But at the same time, 
you know, not just focusing on the music, but also focusing on the storytelling, on the lyricism behind it. Um, he's got amazing features on here. Earth Gang, he's got 21 Savage, Lil Durk, Ari Lennox, Lil Wayne. It's just a who's who of, uh, of, of, of features. But the standout tracks here, man. I mean, obviously, I had Cody Blue 31 as one of my top songs of the year, but it could have been so many other songs on here. Uh, Surround Sound by uh, with him and 21 Savage. It's it's incredible. The sampling on it, uh, it sampled this this old. Uh, I don't remember the original sample, but uh, I know the sample was used on a Most Def song uh, called Miss Fat Booty, and so that was pretty cool to hear on this track as well. But he's got a three song run here cody blue 31 brotherum and systemum and that i'd put up with any three song um run of any album of this year and maybe of the last 10 years as well just the storytelling he tells the beauty of it he's got james blake as a feature as well uh just not a lot of skips here man it's one of those albums and it's by one of these artists that i truly think is next up um, I value when I hold Kendrick Lamar very high. I put him on a pedestal and I think that Jid has the ability, the skills and the team to just get him up to that same level. Um, just <laughs> I don't know what more to say about this album, man. Um, but this is my number two album for a reason. Uh, it's definitely, you know, one of my favorite hip hop albums of the past 10 years as well. And it's going to stay up there. So, uh, number two, Jid, the forever story and the song that I'm choosing to, uh, represent this album. It was tough. It's a tough one, man. Uh, I have one written down in front of me, but I actually think... I'm going to go with uh, Surround Sound featuring 21 Savage. Uh, just enjoy the vibes. Enjoy the vibes. So Surround Sound featuring 21 Savage, number two album of the year, Jid, The Forever Story. Fucking pack off of the porch or break a pound down. Get the scrap if it happened to blow it, makes a round sounds. Pussy cat on my lap, push it back and go to town down. Putting rap on my back and I'm black and snatching crowns. I done came back around like a nigga selling cracking pounds. I got a bag now, but it's nothing to brag about. Gun blast in the background, I'm a black man with a bloodhounds. Mac 10 making love sounds to a bad chick. She from uptown, I'm from down south, not a loud mouth. We could fuck around. Hit the music, baby, cut it down. Hit the doobie while you do me indubitably. I feel like I'm a bust. Now. I feel like a bust down when I shine bright blind niggas is up now in the cut big black truck pack sacked up you can pick it up now nigga fuck it okay push the fucking pack off of the porch or break a pound down get the scrap if it happened to blow it makes a round sounds pussy cat on my lap push it back and go to town down putting rap on my back and I'm black and snatching crowns And for the worst kept secret, the number one album of the year, I think we all know what it is. And if you think we don't know, maybe check out this little snippet on what you guys had to hear about this album in particular and why 
it is the consensus number one album of the year. Take it away, guys. Album of the year for me, I mean, it's hard to top Un Verano Sin Ti. Um, definitely tons of gems on that. Everyone played it. It was the album of the summer. And there's just a song for every occasion on it. So definitely got the most replay out of me. Um, favorite song on that one, probably El Apagón. It's just a jam. Like every basic person in Miami, my favorite album of 2022 was Un Verano Sin Ti. Obviously, that's just a, an album that I cannot skip a single song. It's incredible. Hi, my name is Nadi. Um, I'd like to first thank you, Eddie, for letting me join your podcast. I've never done something like this, so this is pretty cool. Um, the album of the year for me would definitely have to be Un Verano Sin Ti, which I'm sure I'm not the only one. I was trying to see what other album was in constant replay whenever I got in my car, but this is the one that won. This album represents to me so much happiness and just being able to dance through life. It helped me stay in the present moment and really enjoy the small things like dancing and singing that we don't have to take life so seriously and can have fun through it all. Um, especially with all the hurdles that these past two years have brought us and how fast life just literally goes. Um, we really have to enjoy it to the max, um, which this album did a great job at helping me do so. Um, for me, this album was basically a fresh start to new and better beginnings. Um, but I forgot that Un Verano Sin Ti came out earlier this year. It's been such a long year and it's been a great one for artists and music. Um, but I think it would be dumb of me not to mention Bad Bunny <laughs> and that album. Yo, it's your boy Mario, the Mario Lola, coming at you live from the heart of Westchester. You know, just uh, dropping uh, one of my favorite albums of the year, letting you know what it was. Um, Bad Bunny's Un Verano Sin Ti. Now, half of you are all going to say this album. The other half are probably also going to say this album. There was a lot of good music this year, but this album stands out. Um, it has something for everybody. Old, young, you know, everybody had something to say about this album. It was one of the better ones that I heard this year, and I barely listened to new music. You know, I'm all about that Fleetwood Mac, BG's lifestyle. But this album was a soundtrack to 2022. And it was a catalyst for one of the most successful uh, stadium tours that I've seen in a long, long time. So there you have it, guys. Un Verano Sin Ti, Bad Bunny, 2022's, uh, one of 2022's best albums. Hi, my name is Isa, and my favorite album this year is Un Verano Sin Ti by Bad Bunny. So in an interview, Bad Bunny was asked about the title of the album, A Summer Without You. Well, who is it about? And his response was, it could be a lot of things. It could be a person, friends, something that you miss a lot. For him, the inspiration came from all of his own summers that he was missing. After hearing that, I listened to the album in a different way and it became so much more to me. Now when I listen to it, I think of my own summers and memories in Puerto Rico. And I also really appreciate how this album brought awareness to many of the issues going on there. So I think so many of you did the talking for me, but I just 
again, and I've spoken about it in previous episodes, but beyond just the music in this album alone, I want to say what a big thing and how proud I am in this moment. And I think we should all be proud, all of us Latinos who listen to this uh, podcast and to music in general, um, that for the past three years, the top stream artist in the world is Bad Money, which means that for the top, for the past three years, the top stream artist in the world is Latino. And that just goes to show the culture change, the, the movement that uh, our community is making and this album transcended uh music and what we know um first of all the man toured twice this year i got look i was lucky enough to see him for both tours and the second tour being the stadium tour and at first i was questioning it you know i was like damn bad bunny doing a whole stadium tour like he got like i know he's got you know some hits but like isn't he pretty young for that but man was i wrong this man sold out stadiums across the entire country and then across the globe afterwards he's a global phenomenon a global superstar and this album man this album just has something for everyone i must have had a, a different favorite song uh, multiple eight nine ten times throughout the year um and it just starts off so strong this song has so many songs that i wish i could go back to and listen to for the first time that what the playa of course being the second song i don't think anyone imagined bad bunny doing merengue right and then um going all the way to 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 el apagón el apagón i freaked out the first time i i heard that song Man, like it's just it, it, this. It just has something for everybody, and the more I listen to it, the more certain songs grow on me. Um, it's obviously twenty three songs, and I would say there's only one song I skip on it, and that's Dos Mil Dias He Says. I'm sorry, I know there's people out there who truly love that song, but that's just not the one for me. Um, but man, just from top to bottom, from Me Porto Bonito, Titi Me Pregunto, uh, Yo No Soy Celoso, Neverita. I mean, just everything, and then the 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 videos that have been released as well, the marketing, the packaging, everything about this has shown every artist in the game that they need to step their game up and it's just opened up these doors and now you know as he says in the apagón everybody wants to be latino now and i think that's amazing and it's not like he's just a culture vulture that just uses his uh his heritage for fame he is puerto riqueño and and hispanic true and true and um he truly represents for our people specifically the people of puerto rico um and and it's just amazing and it was honestly awesome to hear all of you guys and what you had to say about all the albums that you love but this one obviously specifically uh definitely struck a chord for so many of us for so many different reasons and it brings me back to the point of we can listen to the same album we can listen to the same songs and yet have completely different experiences with them but one way or another this album impacted so many of us and uh, it's got so many classics that i'm sure we're gonna keep listening to um as we move forward but un verano sin ti bad bunny album of the year and i know i paid titi me pregunto to is one of my uh, is my top song of the year uh and it was so difficult to pick another song here uh, uh, but 
you know, I'm gonna kind of switch up the flow a little bit and go with just one of the one of the softer, more beautiful songs on here, Ojitos Lindo. Um, so uh, Bad Bunny, Un Verano Sinti, no surprise to anyone at all. Ojitos Lindos. Here we go.
What a year for music it was. Uh, putting that list together was one of the hardest things I've had to do. And I just know, I know that I'm going to hear something soon. Another album that came out this year that I haven't had the time to listen to that eventually is going to end up in my top 10 and or my top 10 songs. But, you know, when those words find me, when those sounds find me, then I'll make those decisions then. But... Uh, again, man, uh, if you're listening to this and there's songs, albums that you truly live by, that you stand by, that you really believe are top tens, you know, more power to you. I'm only one person. I can only listen to so much music at once. Um, uh, that's why I always love when people send me new music or, or, or things that they think I may like. I try to do the same thing to other people as well. Really open doors to new sounds, new artists, new albums. And I think the gift the gift of sharing music with one another is one of the, the most special things that we can do um, with each other throughout this human experience. Um, but I, like I said, I only have so much time to listen to so much music. And honestly, when a, when an album is so good, when a song is so good, I, I'm human. I get fixated on it and then it's all I listen to for the next week, two weeks, whatever. And I come back to it constantly. So it's hard sometimes to diversify, but, um, these are the albums. These are the songs that impacted me this year that tell my story. Um, so I truly hope you guys enjoyed it had a good time along the ride um and if you listen to this episode and there's songs there's albums that that uh that you think i may enjoy please send them my way i i you know i'm always looking forward to um discovering new sounds so you know don't be shy send me send me some new tunes man please um as always uh, thank you guys again for listening, for sticking through, especially this week for everyone who sent in their submission for album of the year, album, a song of the year and, and all that jazz. Uh, I love that ability to create a community here and for all of us to kind of be involved and to be a part of the conversation. And it's something that I look forward to uh, doing uh, as we continue this growth of the After the Storm podcast. So as always, man, I'm so thankful for everyone who listened to this. Um, the next time you hear me, you hear my voice will be after the holidays. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, I hope you get everything you wanted. And, you know, just remember that this is a time to appreciate your loved ones and uh, to appreciate the ability to to give. Um, so make sure, you know, you take care of everyone around you and they'll take care of you for sure. So uh, signing off for this week, man. Um, this was the 2022 After the Storm uh, music in review recap, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, much love to everybody. I love y'all. I'll see y'all next week. Peace and love. Remember I was your hero.